Ciao, Bella, and welcome to That's Amore, the podcast that hits your eye like a big pizza pie. I'm Mitch Kreitzman alongside my co-host, Jordan Kreitzman. Uh, Jordan, this is just a nice uh, warm blanket here to, to start off the week, wouldn't you say so? Oh, yeah. Nothing nothing like a That's Amore to get the week going, Mitch. I'm ready and for you the know, pick-me-up. For for those people out there who are listening to this on the day it comes out, you know, maybe uh, this is what's going to get you through that uh, dreaded hump day. Oof. Um, that classic thing we still all talk about <laughs> of uh, hump day. I didn't even know that was a thing till the Geico commercial. <laughs> yeah, I would sad. agree. <laughs> well, to be fair, when the commercial came out, it's not like we were uh, already working in, like, corporate life at the time we were just in school or whatever yeah i mean i was a 35 year old <laughs> well yeah <laughs> still for in you, eighth grade so <laughs> it took you it took you a while to yeah. get on track but it, just, it took me a long time just to get through that eighth grade i don't know what to deal with it was. <laughs> something about eighth grade yeah it didn't like me uh jordan i know i said at the end of the previous episode that we were going to uh do Saturday morning coffee hour for the next episode. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that on air. <laughs> so in a way, this is kind of the third time we're doing a gotcha with, or the second time we're doing a gotcha with That's Amore. Gotcha, if you bitch. Remember, yeah, last time it was April Fool's. This time it was more so accidental. Um, the timing and scheduling just didn't work out to record on a Saturday this time around. Um, and I'll be honest, it might not uh, next week either. So... Uh, uh, we'll do it soon, though. Oh, right. Yeah. Give it time, audience. Stop badgering us. <laughs> um, Jordan and I will be seeing each other in person in a little less than a month. That might be the right time. Um, oh, yeah. I guess we'll see. It's a good idea. Um, yeah. You know, Jordan, we might as well just get into what the people are here to listen to. Um, yeah, the people want. Uh, we got to give the people what they want. Jordan... When you catch a new fish in Animal Crossing. Um, now, this is not news to you at this point, Jordan, but I recently got a Nintendo Switch, and I am uh, basically addicted. You're uh, loving it? Oh, I'm playing Mickey all D's the style. time. I am loving it. Um, yeah, I mean, the game I've probably been playing the most consistently just because it's one of those games that kind of requires you to put a lot of hours in right. is uh, Animal Crossing. Um, now, you had the original on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the second version of Animal Crossing I've owned after the GameCube version. Right. I own and, the Wii uh, version, too. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, really, it expands on all the original stuff that made the original game so great mm-hmm. without getting rid of any of it. Either. Right. Um, super fun game. And you may remember, Jordan, it's uh, the amount of, like, different species of, like, fish and bugs that you can catch is, like, part oh, of the yeah. appeal of the game. See what you can catch. It's great. Um, I found some really fun fish already. Um, what kind of fish, Mitch? I found a sucker fish, which kind of looked like a small shark. Um, I caught an ocean sunfish, I think it was called, which was bigger than my body. Um, like in the game or in the game. Oh <laughs> yeah. In the game. Oh, well, uh, you measured it and it was no, 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 no. a hefty six, two. <laughs> I, we, I caught a manta ray, some really fun oh, ones. Nice. And uh, a fun new aspect to this game as well. Jordan is that you can, uh, you can swim in the water 
and like dive underwater and like catch stuff. So like Whoa. I've caught like some sea anemone and like a squid. Very fun. Can you lose um, oxygen down there? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can only go underwater for so long. Can you die in Animal Crossing? No, no, no. Oh, it just, just makes you come back up. You up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, Mitch, that would be an interesting wrinkle. Are you doing the right thing and contributing to the museum, or are you selling those bad boys? Uh, so I don't remember originally in the GameCube version if this was the case or not, but you kind of have to uh, develop your little island enough to get the museum. Oh, um, no. You always have the yeah, museum. Yeah, so you don't, you don't get it right away. Um, and so we're about to have the museum and I'm definitely going to be donating for a while now. Cause I made a lot of money off of just selling like fish and birds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, an- another really fun thing about the new animal crossing is that you can do a lot of crafting so you can like, uh, you can buy recipes for different like tools and like furniture and decorative items. Yeah. And then you can go and like get wood from the trees and like iron nuggets from the rocks and like make stuff out of it. It's a very fun new element to the okay. game. Do they so, still have that singing dog that shows up at the the cafe on Saturday nights? Yes, KK Slider. <laughs> have you uh <laughs> I can't do you know what I'm about to say? Yeah, any requests? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so someone we both follow on Twitter, I guess, uh, Nick Weiger from the Doughboys, who will actually come up a little later. Um, <laughs> there, he, his like Twitter banner is this weird like <laughs> fan art <laughs> Animal Crossing picture where it's like it's KK Slider, but he's like huge and ripped, and he's like wearing these weird cut off jean shorts with like a huge bulge. <laughs> <laughs> and he says any requests and it's like the animal crossing guy that goes yeah lose the shorts <laughs> have you he like will literally like post that to like politicians yeah so he'll just reply to politicians twitter posts with that picture which is very funny yeah. um i mean jordan in my mind this is just like total chef's kiss amore when you when you catch a fish in animal crossing and it's one that you haven't found yet you gotta love it oh yeah that's for sure, Amore. I don't know if you see, I still dig up fossils. That was always Amore. Yes, you can dig up <laughs> fossils um, as well. A lot of things like that. Paying off your house. Not just Animal Crossing, just yes. real life. That's, that's got to be yeah, Amore. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I, have a, I have a whole new appreciation for Animal Crossing now playing as an adult. Like, yeah. for some reason, it's just total bliss playing this game, and I'm all for it. <laughs> um, so, Jordan, you want to count me off? I would love to count you off, but I'm gonna to need to know what count off you would you would appreciate. <laughs> Let's start off with four one two threes. Four one two threes. All right, I can yes. do this. Here we go. One two three. One two three. One two three. One two three. When you catch a new fish in Animal Crossing, that's a mori. I messed that up a little bit, but I think I... I, I didn't hear a mess up. I think, I, think I put an right. extra syllable in on accident, but maybe I'm wrong. Mitch, I'll um, goof up the syllables. Don't worry. <laughs> well, that's what I like to hear, Jordan. So you know what do you got for me? Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Um, Mitch, when you get to watch a cute dog for two weeks, that's Amore. <laughs> 
Mm. Uh, I got a friend who's leaving town for a couple weeks. He's entrusting me with his puppy yellow Labrador retriever. And I said, sure, I'll watch that dog for two weeks. She's adorable. Excellent. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So I get to hang out with a puppy for a couple weeks. Um, it's some work, I'm not going to lie, but it's <laughs> it's worth it. She's very cute. You shorten that a little bit, and that's like the perfect amount of time to hang around a puppy. Yeah. Eventually, it gets to be a little much work, like you said, but um, yeah, in she, the meantime, very cute, lots of energy. Yeah, she's got lots of energy, but it's very funny. Yeah, she she's kind of at that age where she'll go and run after something in the grass and just, like, miss it. <laughs> like, just just <laughs> run past it and fall over trying to get it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Runs I love in, when dogs yeah. are clumsy. Yeah, runs into sliding glass doors. <laughs> <laughs> Lo- loves a good vent. Yeah, it, it's a it's a very cute dog. The cat, not going to like this so much, but <laughs> well, she doesn't hey. like much of anything. So Yeah, she's got to learn to live with those yeah, kind I mean, of things I mean, the audience sometimes. knows my cat now, so... They, yeah, they, Snuggles yeah. isn't having it most of the time, but having she's, got, things. she's got to live with it. That's it. Yeah, like, she likes a good head rub. That's about it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> everything else is a no from her. Yeah, everything's a hard no. So, yeah, uh, I mean. Jordan, in my mind, this is a, a clear Amore. Yeah, no, hanging no out with puppies, question. right? Uh, there's, I, I, I don't know a lot of people who are like, puppies, not for me. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm in full agreement. And yellow labs are probably top five of cutest puppies. Yeah, because they're like they're just so like floppy. Like they haven't grown into their body yet, and they're just they're just awkward. They're just (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, Jordan, I'm ready to count you off. I just need to know what you want. Um, Mitch, I will. Hmm. I will do two one two threes, followed by one one two, then one more one two three, and I'm good to go. Okay, I can do that. I think. <laughs> okay, don't ask why it helps me. I just uh, just will help. One two three. One two three. One two one two three. When you get to watch a cute dog for two weeks, that's some more. And so it is. Uh, it really is, yeah. <laughs> I really like when we talk like we're doing an NPR podcast, but on That's Amore. <laughs> Just in a really low, sultry tone. <laughs> what's, uh, uh, yeah, what's, um, yeah, Ira Glass here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the guy, right? <laughs> Ira Glass, yes. <laughs> yeah. I believe he's the... This American Life That's fellow. right, yeah. I used to listen to that a lot. There's Terry Gross, who hosts Fresh Air, is right. another one that comes to mind. Right. Jordan, I got another one for you here that uh, I experienced recently, and I don't, uh, to my knowledge, you have not experienced this yet, but I'm telling you, okay. you got it. When you try Wendy's breakfast, and it's really good. Jordan, yeah. the new Wendy's breakfast is honestly fantastic. Um... I didn't know they were making breakfast. It's a fairly new development, and I can't... <laughs> I missed this entirely. I can't praise it enough. So, Jordan, first of all, they've got a breakfast Baconator, which it's not a beef burger, like oh, it sounds like it is. okay. I saw this commercial. I thought they were just trying to sell me a Baconator for breakfast. 
No. So it's <laughs> instead of a burger patty, it's a sausage patty. Yeah, okay. And it's also got a fried egg on it. And it's fantastic. Okay. Um they do biscuits, croissants, English muffins, I think, regular buns. Wow. You got your usual bacon sausage, but they also do chicken, which not all the fast food places do chicken at breakfast. No. They've got a chicken biscuit that's really good. Okay. Uh, they've got like seasoned potatoes as their side, which I love. Um, now you're a black coffee drinker, so you won't appreciate this as much, but they have something called a frosty chino. That's basically a cold brew that's sweetened like a frosty. Hey, sounds it's great. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, for the people out there who haven't had it yet, highly recommend. And, you know, speaking of Nick Weiger again, they reviewed it on Doughboys and it was, they liked it, but they weren't like blown away. I personally would say I was blown away. Wow. I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna have to get some now. They are they got, uh, doing this at all locations, you know? I think so. Okay. They've got this honey butter that they put on the biscuits. Ooh. Oh man. It's oh, the baby. dream. <laughs> so sounds Jordan, great. I mean, I know this is a preemptive amore for you, but would you say that that's amore? Well, Mitch, it's about your personal experience. So I can envision a scenario where I'm you and I had Wendy's breakfast and was pleasantly surprised. Of course, that's amore. Oh, Even well, if it's not my experience, it's amore for you. Yeah, that's no, what's exactly. so great about that's amore. I, and if the audience doesn't understand it yet, it it's about personal satisfaction, Mitch. Oh, for sure. That's <laughs> um, all that matters. Jordan, when you count me off, can you count it as like one, two, three, like up to seven? Could you do that? It, yeah, yes. Uh, so, but uh, so to be clear, I I start by hanging on the one, and then I'll do a two, three, four, five. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. When you try Wendy's breakfast and it's really good, that's Amore. Oh, I really love it every time. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I would encourage everyone out there to give it a try if they haven't yet. Do it on a car it's trip great. or something. I actually was right by a Hardee's this morning. Oh man, and I was like Hardee's breakfast. I was is like, great. I'm never, I'm never over here for breakfast. So I had to drop off a UPS package. I was like, I should get some, and I didn't do it. Now I'm sorely regretting it. <laughs> it's just a mistake. Jordan, next time. There's always a next time. Next time. There's always another UPS package. All right, Mitch. Jordan, what do you got for me next? All right, Mitch. <laughs> I think you'll appreciate this. When Ellen DeGeneres gets her comeuppance, that's Amore. Yeah, I'm right. I'm fully I mean, yeah. I've been hearing stories for a while now. That's what I'm saying. Like, first of all, you go and ruin El- uh, Ellen's energy adventure with Bill Nye. That was like strike one for me. I yeah. did I like Bill Nye as a kid? Yeah, for sure. Does Bill Nye suck now? Also, yes. yeah. <laughs> of course he does. I think anyone likes so, Bill Nye anymore. Here's the thing. Is Bill Nye on the right side of the issues? Yes. Does he, like, suck about it? For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Same kind of goes for Ellen. It's like, is it super, like, is it super cool and, like, a big deal that she was, like, pretty much the first openly gay woman on television? Yeah, like, that's awesome. But, like, 
then she got really rich and started treating everyone like shit. And I'm like, oh, we don't like you anymore, Ellen. Yeah, I just hear all these stories about how much of a jerk she is. I, I was, you never quite knew, but now for sure, but now all this stuff's coming out. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, people are telling the truth. So now I'm just hoping eventually James Corden gets his comments. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm after next. I've heard he's just the worst. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens sooner than later. Because, look, I'm all for comeuppance. Let's be clear on that. Do I love the word comeuppance? Yeah. Yeah. I love it a lot. It's a great word, isn't it? And um, I mean, look, it's carpool one of those karaoke? Words, what is yeah, that? Yeah, I was I never just, been a fan. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bit. What I love about comeuppance is that it's one of those words that feels like it would have gone out of fashion like 300 years ago, but we still regularly use it. Yeah. I know. I love words like that. Ultimately, just standing the test of time, Mitch. So I just like it when, you know, yeah, call it karma, I guess. You know, you you get what's you coming You call to. it karma. I call it comeuppance. We, yeah. Whatever we want to call it. Karma uppance, um, I think. Karmuppance? Karmuppance. I think. There we go. This yeah, is all right. Karmuppance um, Productions. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, Jordan, I'm I'm all for known jerks getting what's coming to them. That's that's yeah. a, I'm, yeah, that's, that's more really I mean. That's a more to the furthest caliber. Yeah, that's a more is about um, being nice to people, right? I mean, it's all about oh supporting sure. what makes us happy. And Ellen DeGeneres yeah, what, wasn't supporting. What's not a more <laughs> is Ellen's behavior, and yeah, we're we're here to call it out. So exactly. absolutely. Um, look, Jordan, I want you to sing those comeuppance and i'm ready to count you off all right mitch i will take uh 17 counts in a row and then <laughs> i'll start singing okay i can do that <laughs> one two three one two three one two three one oh two, mitch three, i meant one, just two, count three. from one to 17 oh okay yeah i can do that too <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. When Ellen DeGeneres gets her comeuppance, that's amore. That was one of the smoother cadences we've gotten on this. Yeah, actually. If I'm going to be honest, that, that, was, that ended up being real slick. It was all happening in the moment, too. <laughs> I saw an opportunity and just went for it. So, Oh, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Um, Jordan, when you use sanitizer and don't get COVID, that's amore, my friend. Oh, Mitch, that's that's pure amore. Look, and, and we're we're hearing all of the, the typical stuff, the social distancing, the masks, were, of course. Yeah. I don't think hand sanitizer is getting quite enough love. No, I don't think you're right, because at first that was all the rage. First it was like, right, but but yeah. then they stopped talking about it. Yeah, then they were like, "Whoa, um, airborne!" Right. Um, so I mean, both are important. So right. I mean, so I mean, for me, even if it's fully placebo, and you just like were to put clear lotion in a in a bottle that said hand sanitizer, and I didn't know, like that's fine. Ultimately, yeah. for me. It's more so the security blanket of covering my hands with sanitizer. Exactly. You're in a public area for a while. You see some hand sanitizer. Throw it on. And that's, that's really the other thing I like about wearing a mask in public is that 
I don't feel at all tempted to touch my face. That's true. And then I and then I get back in the car, put on some sanitizer, and I can touch my face as much as I want. Yeah, um, yeah. I kind of like wearing a mask in general, actually, because people can't yeah, like I, see your facial expressions, and for some reason that oddly calms me. I've gotten very comfortable with it for sure. Yeah. Um, except in situations where I do like want the person like checking out my groceries to know that I'm like glad they're helping me so oh, i have to like yeah. make it obvious with my eyes that i'm like hey thanks yeah i have i have noticed i like tend to just kind of like smile awkwardly at people yeah. as i'm passing just so i know hey i'm a i'm a friendly fella i try <laughs> to I, smile big enough that you can tell with my eyes yeah but then you just look like a serial killer <laughs> right for sure yeah so that that's a negative but otherwise i mean but otherwise it's great so bad right yeah and really some of these habits i do hope we permanently adopt like the the con the regular use of hand sanitizer i, I would love to adopt that um the element of um wearing masks you know other countries were already doing this stuff all the time i'd be fine with it yeah yeah i'm it's not really that bad. I, I mean, yeah, especially just like shopping and things like that. It's like you got on for right. like 15 minutes. Yeah. No, like, I what? totally agree. So, yeah. <laughs> do that. Love that security blanket of just putting on a, a nice layer of sanitizer, getting all those germs off you, all four. Oh, getting all them germies off you, Mitch. Those little spiky COVID particles. <laughs> Ugh. No, thanks. They do look real gross in head, the pictures. Alien head COVID particles. Yeah, not a fan. Um, Jordan, I want you to give me two counts of a 7-4 time signature. Two counts of a 7-4 time signature. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like money. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> this is basically just exactly what I asked you, right? I just had you count to 14. No, you had me oh, count, count to 17. 17. Okay, that's right. Okay. So I was that was like before. two seven fours and a three four. <laughs> so that's just a classic rush song I had you count down for me. Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, Mitch. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Boom, 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 boom. You came when in too late. you you sanitizer and don't get COVID, that's a boring. Wonderful. Yeah, just not getting COVID in general is that Samori, really. Oh, yeah, for sure. If someone sneezes on me and I don't get COVID, that's the best. <laughs> well, of course, but <laughs> I would like if we don't get into that situation in the yeah, first place. Yeah, I hope place. not, but there's some dummies out there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Jordan, what do you got next? Okay, Mitch, um, here's one. When you finally get 4K working on your TV, that's Samori. <laughs> In my mind, 4K is largely imaginary. Can you explain it to me? <laughs> um, yeah, because you're not far off. So my, to me, it wasn't really just that 4K is that much better, but it was just the fact that, so I, for the audience's sake, my TV broke last week. It's not even five years old, but it's not technically 4K. It's like, it was really like the last of like the 1080p breeds or whatever. Right, because, uh, like, all new TVs are basically 4K compatible. Exactly. But also, none of the people making 
movies and TV are making their stuff 4K. Yeah, so that that this was kind of my Amore thing because I learned a little bit about it. So I so I bought this new 4K TV, um, and it's it's pretty nice. Um, but I was sitting there like, where do where do I get this 4K business? Because <laughs> I was yeah, like, what's all this 4K? Yeah, it's like my HD antenna doesn't stream it. I was like, what do I get? And so I looked and like Netflix like. Netflix does a lot of 4K content, but they you have to pay the premium. Um, the premium Wait, package has a premium package now. Yeah, so we're probably all doing the 13 a month or something. You got to pay 16 a month to get all the 4K content. Mm. And as of yet, I haven't seen enough of a difference to make that price worth it. Um, but so then I, I looked on Disney Plus. Of course, Disney's going to do me right. <laughs> Seven bucks a month, they still have 4K content. That includes Great. the Mandalorian, right? So mm. then I was like, oh, can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> so, I mean, hell yeah. That's, yeah. So that's I was like, great. all right, Mandalorian in 4K. I go in there, still HD. And so I'm like, what, what's the deal here? It turns yeah. out now I don't have the right Roku. <laughs> the oh Roku also has to support the 4K streaming. So what I had to do was basically abandon my Roku, Mitch, do all my apps through the smart TV, which is 4K. Once I switched that, and then I went on to Disney Plus and looked back at the Mandalorian, I saw the 4K capability, and it was just a that's a Mori moment. <laughs> just because I was like, finally, I found a way to get 4K. <laughs> now, tell me this. Visually, was it, like, truly striking, or was it more so just that you got it to work? The Amore moment for me is more that I did my I did my homework, found out all the difficulties it takes to even get 4K, and just the fact that I have some 4K capability and that I got it to work. That's the Amore. Now, here's the thing. I haven't spent much time with 4K, but I tested it for about 10 or so minutes with The Mandalorian. It's better. Not much. Yeah, right. Like, not enough. Well, like I said, I'm not going to buy the increased Netflix package currently. Cause this right. Well, it's like it. the whole idea of diminishing returns. Like... When you talk about like number of polygons in a video game, uh, the difference between like N sixty four and GameCube is like greater than GameCube to Switch. Yeah, like, there's a certain just... point where your eyes just can't detect the pixel difference. But but the right. interesting thing this TV does, which I learned a lot of people hate, is this uh, motion capture smoothing. <laughs> oh. Have you heard about this? I have. It I basically think. gives it the illusion of a higher frame rate. I think because it basically interpolates yes. the motion between frames so that it looks more like what you would see at the TV stores where it's like, whoa, right, yes. that's realer than real life. But it's not too real for real life. So It's like kind of Uncanny Valley when it does the motion capture bit, smoothing. but I kind of like it. Um, even though sometimes it kind of like digitizes weird for a second and that, that to me that's the motion capture kind of glitching a bit. Um, but you can turn it off. So I'm keeping it on for now. But anyway, my That's more is just figuring out how the heck to get 4k <laughs> well i mean look ultimately you could boil that down to when it takes you a long time to meet a goal and then you meet it that's amore yeah yeah this this anything right <laughs> it's, right that's it's a lot of things <laughs> so yeah i mean jordan I'd, I'd love to to count you off however you'd like me to mitch i would love you to just count just just one and then eight rests. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. So I, I'll have to visualize it. Okay. 
one. When you finally get 4K working on your television, that's some older. Mm, not great on the cadence, yeah, cadence but it, wasn't it, you great, made it work. But the sentiment, I think the audience will agree. You know what you could have done was shortened it to TV. Well, Mitch, you know what's really disappointing? In my phone, I had it written as TV. <laughs> It's Am like I? you didn't want. It's like you didn't want it to work. Yeah, it's like this was already garbage. Let me just complete it. Uh, Jordan, now you may have noticed so far that I haven't done any of my patented bit where I try to really fit it into the original lyrics. I have noticed. Yeah, I did just one. I'm trying to sort of slowly Good. phase it out. Good. Um, I like it. Now. I was sort of running out of options for the original line that I was going off of, so I switched it up a little. Now, you may remember one of the lines in the song is, uh, when the stars make you drool, just like pasta fajoule. Uh, that's another one. Wait, that's a um, real line in the... That's a real line in the song. <laughs> so I missed that. I went more off that line, so I kind of wanted to, to play off that. Okay. So it's when the sun gives you glee, just like Masta Choli. Um, oh. So yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good, actually. It. That's pretty good. Yeah, I thought I thought I, it was. Mitch, a good sunny day does give me glee. Yeah, and and I, I don't you, know if it with the right pasta sauce, Masta Choli does too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's no, working I mean, on all cylinders. I think. I I love a big noodle. You know. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> That was a, I mean, that was a weird thing to say, but <laughs> I stand by it. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, you do, I get what you're saying, though. Like, you prefer it over, like, angel hair type yeah, of thing? Yeah, right. Yeah, because it's just tough to twirl it around and eat it. You know I mean? will say that also depends on the sauce, though. I like a big noodle with uh, red sauce. Yeah. But I do kind of like the more stringy pasta with Alfredo. Yeah, why is that? I agree. Couldn't tell you. I have no idea why. And but, like, if you're having like a like a mac and cheese, you can't have like a stringy pasta with that. It's impossible. No, I think I have a memory of having it, but I don't know if it was well, any good. So ragu sells like that three cheese sauce. That's basically just mac and cheese sauce that yeah. you can just do with any noodle. Okay. And I feel like at one point we used that with like spaghetti noodles, and it. I, to me, it's just such a cognitive dissonance in my head that it doesn't make any sense. This is random, but just when you're talking about things that were made when we were younger, do you remember when we would just fried everything for like a week? <laughs> yeah, we bought a deep fryer. <laughs> a deep fryer and had our dad just deep fry everything just out of curiosity. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because it was so ephemeral. It was for such a short period of time. Yeah, I don't know where it went. It, it was seriously it was like a week, but I remember frying Twinkies. Or oh, yeah. It makes me wonder if our parents had a conversation like <laughs> that one night where they were like, okay, we got to like pretend to broke or something. We can't just have our kids eating deep fried whatever for yeah, years. And, well, the weirdest thing is I have no memory of us complaining about it stopping. It's just weird. No, I think we just sort of accepted the, the fate, <laughs> whatever it was. Um, That's Amore. That deep fried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> obscure memories. For yeah. sure, Amore. Obscure memories. That is, of course, Amore. Jordan, I would love for you to count me off. And I think what I want is, like, do 
do four one two threes, except instead of two and three, say five six. Okay, I can do that. All right. It, I don't think the audience understands. That helps us sing the song. They, yeah. I don't. Well, that's the whole, well. Of course, that's the whole they point. They think it's funny, but it really does just for the specific cadence you're doing. Yes, it helps exactly. do it in these ways. Here we go. One five six. One five six. One five six. One five six. When the sun gives you glee, just like Master Choli, that's amore. Mmm, love it's it. Tasty. <laughs> It's a tasty bite. <laughs> that is a tasty bite, and I do like a big noodle. Um, <laughs> Jordan, what do you got next? Mitch, when you shit in that racist lady's pie, that's amore. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you know, I don't know why the help was on my mind today, but <laughs> as oh, I was writing okay. these up, I thought, right, hey, right, you know right, it must right. have been a great that's amore? Not for me, but for someone else. You know what I mean? At first, I forgot that was in a movie, and I thought maybe it was like, oh, you saw a news article where that happened, or like, this is purely hypothetical, but now I'm remembering that that was in a movie. Yeah, yeah, this was a movie. Sorry, I'm not that creative, but I just have to imagine if someone's just being racist towards me and making me use another bathroom or whatever. Sure. um, Just taking a dump in a pie and watching her eat it. (laughs) That's something I love from period piece movies where someone's like real racist and then, you know, we've talked about comeuppance already, but there's always those period piece movies from like the 50s where the racist people get their comeuppance at some point. Oh, yeah. Love it. And that one was a very interesting comeuppance. (laughs) Yes, certainly unique. And so, I mean, I can only imagine the amore she felt. So, I mean, it's really uh, it. You know, I I wonder if someone threatened Ellen with a shit pie when she would be least expecting it you know it was and probably she's like well the same actress <laughs> it was octavia spencer <laughs> i'll do it to you too i don't care eat my shit <laughs> excellent jordan do you need a count off um yeah i do but i'm gonna keep it basic mitch um okay i'm just gonna do two one two threes that's okay. all i need on this one i can i can do that all right. One, two, three. One, two, three. When you shit in that racist lady's pie, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> all right, that one didn't quite work either. <laughs> no, but that's all right. You just wanted to. You just wanted to bring up the help, I guess. Well, you know, <laughs> you know I panicked because of the TV thing, so I kept pie short. But it, dang, if it would have been better if I just added like pecan or something like that right yeah for sure yeah, I'm, I'm off my game now uh, <laughs> uh jordan maybe this is you something you can relate to with uh, the puppy you're watching maybe it's something you can relate to with uh snuggles when your dog sits by you instead of your partner oh yeah um no, and you good. know in the in the case of our family you know, when Bogey would sit by you instead of anyone else. That was always great. <laughs> Didn't yeah. happen to me often, but... He's very selective. He is. He's, he's not a very an overly dog. loving dog. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have uh, been enjoying my dog's company a lot recently. Um, you know, working from home, 
the pretty much the whole time we've had Tony has been working from home. Yeah. And so anytime we leave the house, he just loses his mind because <laughs> he's like, no, 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 you don't, you don't do that though. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I do sometimes. And he's like, no, I don't think you do though. <laughs> I'm like, look, you got to learn. Like I, I, I'm going to be leaving sometimes. Um, he's a character. He certainly is. But, and he's like, he, he loves to spread the love too. Like he's not, He's not overly selective. He gives everyone oh, equal yeah. time with his cuddles. Right. Um, and I do certainly appreciate that. But, you know, especially with dogs, knowing that they're like, they just want to cuddle up to everybody. Mm-hmm. When they cuddle right up to you and you get that for a little bit, very amore. That is And very I would imagine amore. it's the same with a cat because they don't always want to give that out to people. Yeah, cats are super selective. So... Yeah, if you if a cat comes up to you and gets a good head scratch and sits next to you, that's that's a big deal. I mean, what I love about cats is that they love to find whoever's allergic and just get all over them. <laughs> is that just your experience with my cat or other cats? No, I've experienced okay. that with other cats. It's truly <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, I'm allergic to cats, and anytime I'm near a cat, they seem to be real interested in me, as if they know. And it's really unfortunate. What's really funny is I've been watching my um, little nephew a little bit the last few weeks, and like the cat does not like him. That's <laughs> like hilarious. he's too low to the ground, I guess, because she's just like <laughs> she's like I'm not sure what you're about. Like she's not like hissing at him like a dog, but she's just like staying away from the family room it's just like she's like uh, i'm not sure about this one (laughs) i know something's up with you so i'm just gonna back off a little bit no you look like the thing i like but (laughs) yeah hmm jordan i want you to count me off and i want you to give me uh oh just a one just a one okay yeah all right i'll make it a good one too All right. One. When your dog sits by you instead of your partner, that's a more Beautiful. That I was really, a good one, Jordan. I really, yeah, I really restrained myself because when you kept singing, I wanted to keep going on beat. One. <laughs> one. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. Um, um, oh, you know what? Here's a here's another thing that's recently happened in my life. When you, you sound like Jay Leno sometimes <laughs> when you introduce things. You seen that? You heard about this? You th- I'm gonna take that as a compliment. He's a very successful <laughs> late night host. Um, you know, Jordan. This is a. Uh, this is something that frequently on po- other podcasts I listen to gets used as like a sarcastic bit because it's something that everyone knows. But I don't know if our listeners would know something like this. Jay Leno famously does not use his Tonight Show money. All the money he made from the Tonight Show, he famously has not spent a dime of it. Oh, um, yeah. And by the way, he's made. It, when you told me I sounded like Jay Leno, for some reason in my head I said David Letterman. <laughs> So oh, sure. Jay Leno, he's all right, <laughs> but because <laughs> I like David so Letterman Leno more, but. made enough money off of stand-up and endorsements that he apparently never once had to touch yeah. that Tonight Show. Money. Yeah, so he's got which, especially with all those old cars that he owns, that's crazy. It's ridiculous when you think about it. 
what is he doing with that money? Um, anyway, so, something that's been going on in your life. Yeah, okay. I, I looked at my list. I was like, wait, did I write about Jay Leno? <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> it came uh, up very uh, it, organically. Yeah. Well, I think you'll, um, you've had a similar experience. When you get prescribed eyeglasses for the first time, that's Amore. Oh, yes. So, look, I don't technically have the glasses yet, but <laughs> I know <laughs> I know what my vision's going to be like when I get them. And it's a nice little pop-up. It's it's a mild prescription, but um, for the audience, so, so the audience is where I, I notoriously had great vision for many years. <laughs> like 2015, we're talking, like, solid vision. But then I didn't he have an eye appointment for 10 years. He also loves to freak out about macular degeneration. <laughs> yes, which, by the way, looking good. That's good. You know, a lot of the technology's really advanced since I've had an eye appointment. They, um, you can opt out of the dilation and do a retinal image, like a retinal wow. scan. Or Yeah, you got to pay 30 bucks or so because apparently the insurances don't cover yet. But, yeah. Is dilation the one where... No, it's not. I was thinking it's the one where they do that puff of air into your oh, eye. Oh, I asked about that. They said no. I was like, oh, good. I hate I, that I thing. hated that. No, the dilation was when they put that stinging stuff in your eyes and then you were blurry for an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they've kind of are starting to phase that out with this this retinal image, which is nice. They just take yeah, a picture and look at it. So, but yeah, so I'm a little far, I'm a little, uh, sorry, nearsighted now because I was like, yeah, you know, I don't read signs that well in this left eye. <laughs> So, so yeah, so got a pair of glasses, uh, but as they were messing with the prescriptions, I was like, wow, you know, I can see the words on that wall quite a bit better. It's, you're surprised, I think. When you, when you're so, not, Jordan, you do, are, you gonna, are you going to have to uh, wear them to drive? Um, they didn't really, they're not really enforcing me to wear them at any point. Okay. <laughs> I, my plan is drive, yeah, but the sunglass thing becomes an issue. So, um, I'll I'll give you a pro tip that any glasses, any non like vital glasses wearer will know. Um, next time you go to the DMV to update your driver's license, make sure you're not wearing your glasses because then they'll put on your driver's license that you need them to drive, and then if you ever get pulled over not wearing them, it's like an <laughs> added fine. <laughs> this didn't happen to you, did it? No, oh, I just okay. know that that's a thing. Like, if you go to the DMV wearing your glasses, they will put it on there that you wear glasses. Shoot. And then if you're ever not wearing them when driving, you can get in trouble. That's a hot tip. Yeah, thanks for letting me yeah. know. I, I probably don't plan on wearing them much more than driving, but we'll see. But but I, I got to tell you, Mitch, yeah, the, the little difference in vision is, is nice. It's a little, a little more for the week last week. Did you are you getting yourself some styling glasses, Jordan? You know, I think they're styling. I had an old lady help me out, but I hopefully she knows what she's doing. I got a bit of a thicker rim pair. They're a little uh, sure. a little bluish. Oh, fun! I mean, we'll see. Maybe I'll br- I'll bring them up uh, up in Minneapolis. Excellent! Month. I would love yeah. to see some new glasses. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's always fun trying on other people's glasses and seeing <laughs> what the life is like through their eyes. <laughs> Usually blurry. Although it's, <laughs> oh yeah, it's usually just blurry. Which oh, you can't see be this true. way. How do you live? <laughs> oh, you, this is what it looks like for you all the time, <laughs> Jordan. I would uh, I would love to count you off, Mitch. I want you to count me down like the space shuttle. <laughs> I want you to go from ten to one, and then I'll start. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Six, 
five, four, three, two, one. When you get prescribed eyeglasses for the first time, that's some all Mm, it worked better that time. Yeah, that was that was good. Thank you for the countdown. Oh, of course. Um, Jordan, I say we do one more before we wrap ourselves up Sounds here. Good. Jordan, when that song you've got on hits the groove in the bridge, that's Amore. Ooh. Yeah. Go on. I don't, I don't <laughs> care what song. You, the bridge comes on, hits a good groove. I'm there. Don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't, don't. You know what's funny? Yeah. When I wrote this down, truly the only song that came to my head was American Girl by Tom Petty. Yeah, because there are others that have a great groove in the bridge, but for some reason, that one to me is like what I thought of immediately. It's the quintessential random groovy bridge. It's true. Like something about it just has that sweet bass line. I'm all for it. Well, it has the feeling um, of, hey, this was another song, but you know what? Yeah. I don't think it just- was good enough i don't think it was good enough for its own song entirely (laughs) just slide it in here yeah um yeah i mean i'm a i'm a big fan of of a nice bass groove i'll just say that i i like a big noodle and i like a bass groove and (laughs) you like those two things not exclusively (laughs) the bridge to me is the the perfect place for it to really shine through so when that happens Count me in. Yeah, and the bridge is really the the litmus test for a great song sometimes, right? Because everyone gets their their one chorus hit, right? Right. Everyone gets their one, this chorus is going to be great. But if you back it up with a garbage bridge, I'm like, whoa, you took me out of the song for 20 seconds. A garbage, if you will. Yeah, garbage. Exactly. I couldn't have thought of one better myself so karmuppence and garbage. We're killing it with portmanteaus today. Yeah, you know, this... Season two of Any Ideas is really, we're really coming into our own here. When you come up with a great portmanteau, that's also a more. I love a good portmanteau. What are you talking about right now? That's that's technically the literary term for when you make a single word out of two words. So like karma and comeuppance as karmuppance or garbage bridge as garbage. That's technically a portmanteau. Shoot, when you learn a new word, that's a more, (laughs) man. Yeah, I love it's that too. Full of amores today. It always Jordan, is. I, I want you to count me off like a TV set where you start, where you count down from five, and then you only do two and one with your fingers. You don't actually say them. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking. About. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, we'll do this. <clears throat> We're gonna go in five, four, three. When that song you've got on hits the groove in the bridge, that's Samore. Jordan, that countdown really helped. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, the count, uh, we only ask for what we need, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> nothing more, nothing you less. You needed an on an on movie set countdown at that moment. I, I needed to really, I needed to feel like I was doing a performance, and that worked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, it, so this is my last one, right? So I think this one, we'll agree, is a, is a great Amore. Um, when the cop with his lights on drives right past you, that's Amore. Oh, it's the dream. I mean, that, Mitch, the wave of relief, right? I mean, what are right. we talking about here? He pulls I mean, out, re- puts his lights on. You think, 
now I can't do another ticket. My license is going to be suspended, right? You've been there, yeah, right? that seems like a dig at me, but yes, I agree. <laughs> and he drives right. You, you know, you slow down. You almost even start going over onto the road, side of the road. You're like, yeah, there's no way it's not me. He goes right. right past you, goes after someone else. Yeah, and like, you know, this day and age in 2020, I, you know, I got a cop with lights on behind me. My first thought is, oh, I'm not going to let a pig pull me over. This is going to end up being, you know, a huge car chase. This is not going to look great for me. Yeah. But then they go past and it's, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's all good. And so, I mean, they go after another poor soul. So, I mean. Yeah, right. This is, I, to me, this is pure more. You don't got to pay the ticket. Um, you know, you don't got to show your face in court. I mean, it's, your insurance doesn't go up. That's that's the worst. It's the dream. It's for sure amore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan, what do you need for me to wrap this up today? Um, Mitch, I want you to just give me um, a one, one, two, three, but like, but like you're my hype man, flavor flame. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just one, one, two, three will do though. One, two, three. When the cop with his lights on drives right past you, that's some order. And there she goes. There it there is. She goes. <laughs> there is that she song goes amore? again. That song's pretty amore. It's not bad, yeah. right? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um,. I mean, Jordan, another episode in the books and another one that we frankly killed. I mean, that's Amore suits as well. It's something about it. It, Some it just does. is. This one does. It's very us. Yeah. Um, it must. And be. I have no explanation as to why. Um, it's dumb. That's. Why. <laughs> it's yeah, that's yeah. that's probably it. <laughs> um, look, if those of you out there listening enjoyed it and you like me enjoy a big noodle. Tell your friends about us. We would really appreciate it. Um, additionally, you know, go rate and review and subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts. We are at Any Ideas Podcast on Twitter, Any Ideas on Facebook, and the Any Ideas Pod at gmail.com. Of course, the theme is That's Amore by Dean Martin. And until next time, remember, turns out that there are plenty of bad ideas back in old Napoli. Arrivederci! Excuse me, but you see, back in old Napoli, that's amore, amore, that's amore. This has been a Kermit the Prague production.